0: In Case 18-525, Fort Bend County, Texas versus Davis, Justice Ginsburg has the opinion of the Court. Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits discrimination in employment on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. The Act instructs a complainant, before commencing a Title VII action in court, to file a charge with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC. The question this case presents, is Title VII's charge filing prerequisite to suit a jurisdictional requirement, one the allegedly offending employer can rage <coughs> at any stage of a proceeding, or is it a procedural prescription, mandatory if timely raised, but subject to forfeiture if totally asserted. We hold that Title VII's charge filing requirement is not jurisdictional. Title VII directs the EEOC when it receives a charge to notify the employer and investigate the allegations. The EEOC may encourage the parties to resolve the dispute informally, and it has first option to bring a civil action in court against the employer but the Commission has no authority itself to adjudicate discrimination complaints. If the EEOC chooses not to sue and whether or not the EEOC otherwise acts on a charge, the complainant is entitled to a right-to-sue notice 180 days after the charge is filed. On receipt of the right-to-sue notice, the complainant may commence a court action against her employer. In the case before us, Respondent Lois Davis filed a charge against her employer, Petitioner Fort Bend County. Davis alleged sexual harassment and retaliation for reporting the harassment. While her EEOC charge was pending, Fort Bend fired Davis because she failed to show up for work on a Sunday and went to a church event instead. Davis attempted to supplement her EEOC charge by handwriting religion on a form called intake questionnaire. But she did not amend the formal charge document. Upon receiving a right to sue notice, Davis commenced suit in Federal District Court alleging discrimination on account of religion and retaliation for reporting sexual harassment. After years of litigation, only the religion-based discrimination claim remained in the case. Fort Bend then as- asserted for the first time that the District Court lacked jurisdiction to adjudicate Davis's case because her EEOC charge did not state a religion-based discrimination claim. The District Court agreed and granted Fort Bend's motion to dismiss Davis's suit. On appeal from the dismissal, the Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit reversed. Title VII's charge filing requirement, the Court of Appeals held, is not jurisdictional. Instead, the requirement is a prudential prerequisite to suit, forfeited by the employer in Davis's case because Fort Ben had waited too long to raise the objection. We granted review to resolve a conflict among courts of appeals on whether Title VII's charge filing requirement is jurisdictional. The term jurisdictional, in the main, is properly reserved for prescriptions delineating the classes of cases a court may entertain and the persons over whom the court may exercise adjudicatory authority. The former is called subject matter jurisdiction, the latter personal jurisdiction. Rules requiring parties to take certain procedural steps in or prior to litigation may be mandatory in the sense that a court must enforce the rule if timely raised. But a mandatory rule of that sort, unlike a prescription limiting the kinds of cases a court may adjudicate, is ordinarily forfeited if not timely asserted. Title VII's charge filing requirement is of a character Generally identified as a claim processing rule, the requirement is stated in provisions of Title VII, discrete from the statutory provisions empowering Federal courts to exercise jurisdiction over Title VII actions. It is kin to prescriptions the Court has ranked as non-jurisdictional. For example, directions to raise objections in an agency rulemaking before asserting them in court, or to register a copyright before suing for infringement. For the reasons just stated, explained more completely in our opinion, we affirm the Fifth Circuit's judgment, allowing Davis to pursue in court her religion-based discrimination claim. The Court's opinion is unanimous.